0: Hi! Welcome to Once Upon a Podcast. I'm executive producer Ronnie Weiss. Once Upon a Podcast is a program of five-minute audio plays. This episode's theme is My Favorite Mistake. We have three pieces for you today. My Favorite Mistake, written by Nick Fallon. You're Being Intentionally Obtuse, written by Steena Peterson and Brendan Weinhold. And Spicy Spaghetti, written by Kayla Millis. The pieces today are family-friendly, with the exception of mild language in spicy spaghetti. And now, My Favorite Mistake, written by Nick Fallon. (laughs)
1: And then she fell right back over it. Oh (laughs) my (laughs) I'm so glad we did this, you guys. It's been too long since the last time we all just sat around at home drinking together.
2: We were
3: drinking just the other night.
1: I know, but I mean, like, just the four of us at home.
2: Guys, I've got an idea. We should play a game.
1: Yeah, like
3: Scrabble or Monopoly. Oh, I love Monopoly. Oh, God, no, Monopoly's the worst. It always ends the same. One person just does that one yeah, thing and then... Yeah,
1: we all know. Someone loses it and throws the game board. Everybody's heard that joke before, Tom.
2: I know, I
3: just wanted to have my
2: say. <laughs> of course, buddy.
1: Anyway, I wasn't talking
2: about those sorts of games. I meant a good old-fashioned drinking game.
1: <laughs> Absolutely! I don't know. I didn't really want to get drunk. Of course I'm going to play.
2: Can I go first?
3: Kick us off, my friend. Okay, well, I never... uh, Hang on a second. I never... uh, Damn, I had one and it just snuck away from me. I never...
1: I never kissed a complete stranger before talking to them first.
3: Well, that wasn't very good. No one drank.
1: (laughs) Did you remember yours yet? No. Well, don't speak until you do. My turn... I never set up a Facebook profile.
2: No way, that's a lie.
1: Honest to God, I never did. Now, I'm going to assume everyone drinks here. (laughs) Now that's a good I never. I got
2: a better one. Dish it out then, home fry. Are you ready? Because this one you won't see coming.
3: Hurry, because I remember mine now and I don't want to forget it.
2: Well... I never did anything in my life that I regret. What? No way. That one doesn't count. There must be something. Yeah, and
3: how are you supposed to judge that?
2: I'm serious, you guys. And from all your reactions, I expect you all to
1: drink. No, I'm not going to because I don't believe you. Why not? What's so hard to believe? There must be something, Greg. Some accident or some mistake you've made that you look back on and think, you know, If I got the chance, I really would love to change
2: that. Because if you have ever thought that, then you absolutely regret something. Well, I give you that, because I have made mistakes. But I stand by the fact that I regret nothing.
3: Oh, get on board, Greg. Clearly you made a mistake and then had some level of regret. Even the slightest thing that might make you go, like Lucy said. Gee,
2: I kind of wish I could have another shot at that. Let me tell you guys something. I feel I need to enlighten you because it seems that you all have a very two-dimensional view of all this. Of what? Mistakes and regrets. Listen, when it comes to stuff like this, you always have to consider the degree consequence. You are really losing us here, Greg. The degree of consequence refers to how bad the results of a particular action are going to be. Now, the way I see it, there are in fact three kinds of mistakes that can be made by a person.
1: (laughs) Three, eh? you're starting to sound like this is something you put a lot of thought into Uh, probably but please try and keep up now the first type the most well understood and
2: common type is your general run-of-the-mill mistake the regretful mistake you do it and afterwards you look back and go like has been said gee if I could I would definitely go back and change that the regretful mistake is the one with the highest degree of consequence in other words the result that would be most regretted of course we all know that What are these other ones? All right, all right. The second kind of mistake is the one where you did it. Initially, you didn't do it, but it happened, and straight afterwards, you don't like what it causes, but after some time, you realize that the results of this mistake turned out much better than initially thought. This is the all's okay mistake, and it has a medium degree of consequence, because though the results turn out okay, in the beginning, the risk is quite large, and you worry that the results might be too much, too regretful, as it were.
3: Very interesting. So you mean, like, if you spend a lot of money on something like a ticket at a concert and you regret it, but at the concert you meet the girl of your dreams, you're supposed to go off and marry her and live happily ever after?
2: Absolutely correct, my friend. I'm glad you're following.
4: Quite rock solid your theory so far,
2: Greg. So what's the last type? Right. The last type of mistake, and, if you must know, my personal favorite type of mistake, this is the repeat offender. Now, you all know that Mexican place down the road from the bar, yeah? Which bar? Gordon's? No, the other one. Gary's. Oh yeah, the Rancho Grande. That's the one. Okay, I clearly don't go out enough. Clearly. Anyway, the food at Rancho Grande gives me the worst heartburn. I know this for a fact, but anytime I'm on my way home from the bar and I'm feeling a little hungry and I see those big, attractive neon lights shining down, well, I forget all about the heartburn and I stroll on in and I order a grande burrito meal, the greatest Mexican meal the planet has to offer. Despite the heartburn despite the heartburn, and that, my friends, is the repeat offender, where there's a mistake you've made before, but you enjoy it so much that you just can't help making it over and over and over again.
1: Well, in the spirit of the game, I must admit, I never knew it was possible to have a favorite mistake, but you have proven me wrong, Greg.
2: I'll drink to that.
3: Me too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, man, I'll tell you, I could definitely go for a grande burrito meal right now. Tell me about it, brother.
2: All this chatter has worked up my appetite. <laughs> here, here.
0: <laughs> that was my favorite mistake. Written by Nick Fallon, starring Eric Sprang. Gabrielle Terezi, Kay Oliver, and Lucas Brazel, And now, You're Being Intentionally Obtuse, written by Stina Peterson and Brendan Weinhold.
5: So, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. And? What? Let's go. Oh. Well?
1: I'm not ready now.
5: What? Why not? What are you waiting for? Well. It won't change the way I feel about you, you know. I don't think it will.
1: It's not that. God. Oh. It's just... What if it changes the way I feel about me? I want to know who I am when I look in the mirror.
5: Well, are you your face? What? I mean how you define yourself doesn't really depend on what you see in the mirror. You could color your hair green, and you would still be you.
1: You're being intentionally obtuse. You're an idiot. No offense.
5: Some taken.
1: It's just, think about it. This could change the way I define myself down to my very foundation, what I've built my life on. If my foundation crumbles, who am I, and how do I build a new foundation at this point in my life?
5: You move. Really? Yeah. Abandon your old faulty foundation, move to a new spot, one with a waterfall and evergreen trees,
1: and a little rock you can sit on. Or, I could destroy that foundation. No. Yes, I could destroy it. I could just rip it apart and stomp on it and demolish it. That's what I'm going to do.
5: You shouldn't do that. Why not? What if you want to go back and visit your old self?
1: Oh, right.
5: Who's the idiot now?
1: But I'm not sure I like the way I define myself. I think I will move out, get rid of everything, and start fresh. Right now? Right now. I don't even need to know what happens next.
5: Is this really happening? It is. I guess this means goodbye.
1: You're right. I hadn't thought about that. Goodbye.
5: That seemed pretty easy for you.
1: I'm already stomping. I see. I think I destroyed you.
5: You did.
0: That was your Being Intentionally Obtuse, written by Steena Peterson and Brendan Weinhold, starring Jess Mullen and Jeff Prussia. And now, Spicy Spaghetti, written by Keala Millis.
4: Dude, what are you eating? What does it look like? It looks like... Yeah, spicy spaghetti! No, no, no way. There's no way you still eat that. Why not? Seriously? I mean, that was just a fluke, wasn't it? But I like it. What? Ha <laughs> What? You remember how we found the spicy spaghetti? The great discovery of 2000? Of course I do. It was in the middle of the night. It was freezing. It was the winter of crazy windstorms, right? It must have been early February, remember? Because we both had early midterms. Yeah, and that's why we went to the bar that night. Like we ever needed an excuse. Damn, it was cold. I was starving because I had all my midterms on that same day, and I hadn't eaten anything since that morning. Remember you said, beer has calories and protein. It would help, but it didn't. I was fine. We got back to the house and the other guys were passed out. I can't believe Jake fell asleep in his textbook. I've never seen him study for anything. If only they had cell phone cameras back then. Yeah, that's too bad because I missed that. I made a beeline straight for the kitchen. There was a buzzing in the living room that was so subtle I almost didn't notice it. But I did. Someone actually cleaned up or I would never have seen that pot on the stove. It was the most bizarre headache. I hunted down some noodles. Oh, noodles. Remember noodles? Shit, yeah. I hated that name. Ha. <laughs> I picked up Jake's guitar, and that's when I realized the buzz was coming from his amp, but I couldn't even play because my fingers were frozen. That house was way too big to keep heated. Your utility bills must have been insane. That's when I called you into the kitchen. Yeah, so you called me in and said, try this. You had this look on your face like that first geology lab. I remember you said, I thought this was just a class about fucking rocks. But you tasted it and said, This is some spicy spaghetti. It was. I can't believe you still eat it. You know, once you get out of college, you're allowed to upgrade your pantry. I know it was very hard for you to part with my pallets of ramen and mac and cheese. I like it. And I can't believe you still call it spicy spaghetti. What else would you call it? I don't know, maybe what it really is, noodles and salsa? I like it. I know, me too. Can I have some?
0: That was Spicy Spaghetti, written by Keala Millis, starring Louise Jones and Emmeline Ricklin. Thank you for listening to Once Upon a Podcast. For more information, visit onceuponapodcast.com. If you have any questions or would like to participate as an actor, writer, musician, or any other form of artist, please contact me at ronnie at don'tworry.tv. That's R-O-N-I at don'tworry.tv. And now, a cover of Britney Spears' Womanizer, performed by Eric Sprang.
2: Boy, don't try to front. just just what you are. Boy, don't try to front. just just what you are. You got me going. you you so but I can't do it with you, woman i don't try to front. I know just just what you are. Boy, don't try to front. just just what you are. You say I'm crazy. You, I got your crazy. you crazy. You're nothing. But Womanizer, woman, womanizer. Womanizer. Oh, womanizer.
0: once upon a podcast is executive produced by Ronnie Weiss. This episode was edited by Amanda Brunell.